daddy gonna stay in school and, and graduate. You're gonna die, Klaus! You can do it! Captain Insano shows no mercy. You can do it! I love my mama very much. Now you know that. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is my absolute pleasure to reintroduce you to The Sandler Pit, the podcast where it's hard to soar with the eagles when you're surrounded by turkeys. Um, yeah, I don't... I, well, it's been months since I've seen any of these, so I don't know what that's from. It's I'm... from Mr. Deeds. It's another greetings card. They're actually perfect for those quotes. Yeah, you've used that like multiple times, I think. I don't think I've used that one before, to be honest. Oh, it's very upsetting. Uh, I've just come back from from four months abroad, and I'm sat in the same room as Luke Terry for the first time. Yeah, he's pretty disgusting. <laughs> in our lives. You've gone from these beautiful views to being in a, a living room in Essex with the, the curtains closed <laughs> <laughs> so that we can be self-indulgent and use a fucking video clip that's probably going to look shit. Yeah, a little peek behind the curtain. I've just woken up from an Odin sleep. Like I slept for about 12 hours straight to you sat in a chair going, oi. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty harsh to be fair. No, I, try, I tried multiple times to wake you up by going, psst, psst. Why would you wake me up like that? Why don't I just open the fucking curtain? It's a heat Because you were in front of the curtain. I would have had to have like lent over you while you were sleeping. I, what are you talking about? Your arm's not that short. I don't know. I think you'd have woken up with like a view of my crotch in your face. I mean, I'd have rather that than you sat in an armchair across from me whilst I'm just in my pants going, oi. <laughs> as soon as your eyes open, I think I said to you, um, I've been sat here for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you get when you come and stay here. It's, it's not worth the hassle, is it really? Yeah. Well, we were meant to film this yesterday when I actually arrived back in the country, but you were too hungover and I was too jet-lagged. Yeah. So instead, we just watch clips of Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, for about two hours. <laughs> two hours, and clips of Paddy and Marlon from Emmerdale <laughs> fights. <laughs> right. Well, we're a couple of minutes in. We should probably introduce what we are. That's your job. Oh yeah. Um. So I'm Luke, and this is a uh, this is another Luke, and this is the Sandler Pit, a podcast where we watch and talk about every single Adam Sandler film or appearance or TV show or or anything really. We've really drifted off topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we've been away for what three months of actually recording we've been releasing them but four months is I it think. four months february march oh yeah. yeah four months so now we're going head first back into it but we've i think we're gonna have had like a break of releasing them for like a couple of weeks as well aren't we yeah because we didn't record enough because i thought i was gonna fly straight home and instead i decided to go on a very long holiday <laughs> yeah yeah it's nice to be able to do that i suppose yeah. isn't it when can i take my hats off and do my little reveal Whenever you want, do it now. So since last recording, I've now bald. So and I've not shown my head to Luke Terry once. (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was mad you slept in a Panama hat on my sofa. (laughs) (laughs) Somewhere in a big Panama hat that I bought from Panama. I can't believe. What's going to be under here? Is it going to be like a marmalade sandwich? He's painted his hair on. <laughs> I'd love to do that. I want to get some really bad bald man paint. I, I told you to get that spray stuff where it like puts little 
pepper chunks on your head. If you get it for me, I'll wear it. I don't care. I'm not paying for it. But now nah, I'm not. I've not actually done a proper bald reveal. I'm, I'm wearing a tiny, tiny little little bandana that I this, found. This is such a bad joke to keep up because I've definitely seen your bald head. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you got off the train, I saw it gleaming in the distance, coming towards you me. You've seen on multiple photos for months and months. Yeah. But now I'll, I'll whip it off. Hang on. I think it, like you said, I think it's a dog's. Yep. Dog's bandana. And there you go, it's just a bald head. It's just a bald head. Hilarious bald head. <laughs> You've been waiting to do comedy about this bald head for about two years. Yeah, now I've got stage fright. I've, I've got, so, like, my head is just full of jokes about you being bald. Yeah, you were fucking horrible because you, you were saying, shave your head, shave your head, you look terrible and stuff. You look like a barcode. <laughs> <laughs> it did look like a barcode. strands of hair. <laughs> I took that on board and went, yeah, you're right. Like, I should just go for it. And then as soon as I shaved my head, you were like, you look fucking disgusting. <laughs> I, I don't think I did. I don't think I was that bad about it. it was, you were. It was so funny, though. I remember when you sent me the picture of you bald. Then my wife, Emma, made like an edit of your head upside the down. head upside down. And then you sent me like multiple screenshots of people that were just saying, um, why have you done this? This is disgusting. I yeah. fucking hate this. And... Yeah, and you were one of them. Yeah, I suppose. Let's have a look. That's uh, kind of the relationship we've got, isn't it? Let's have a look. Oh, I, I can't find it. Just what, your hair? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to look for it. I don't think... Oh, God. Yeah, this is it. Haha, <laughs> get a wig. <laughs> well, <laughs> really grown up. <laughs> Great start. Yeah, you sent... Well, Just that looks cool. fucking horrible, Jesus. <laughs> The whole tone of the pictures made me sad. Yeah, because it's like a proper mugshot. <laughs> yeah, because your wife also told me to shave my hair when we were 19 years old. Yeah, I know. She said back in uni, didn't she? Yeah, she was in uni and she was like, oh, I think it'll be really sad because you've got a beard and you'll have to get rid of it when you shave your head because you're going bald. And I was like, I'm, I'm going what? Why do you have to get rid of the beard though? I don't know. Ask ask your wife. I think you should go full on goatee. Oh, like, be bald with a little goatee that would look cool I was thinking of doing that I was thinking you're saying Walter White I'm thinking more like David Draymond from Disturbed that horrible sort of look he can have like little ring earrings I don't know who that is it's it's not a good look actually he's got a soul patch how do you feel about soul patches (laughs) I like the one that what's his name had John Travolta his little his little nubbin. Yeah, what was that? From Russia with Lo- uh, from Paris with Love or something, was it? He it, it wasn't for a that. film, it was for like just oh. just existing, wasn't it? It's a it was a challenge set by the Scientologists. I'll I'll shave in that beard. That'll be my next thing. <laughs> Although without hair and like just just like no facial hair and a little nubbin. God, I'll look I'll look awful, won't I? Yeah, you? you'll probably be banned from being like within a couple of miles of schools. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no change there. <laughs> no change. Me and your dad were both not allowed near schools. The blind man. Uh, <laughs> he's not blind. He just makes kids blind. <laughs> Context. His dad throws dog shit at kids. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. We'll leave it at that. No more context needed. So on this episode, this is going to be like, I reckon, pretty self-indulgent, really. Mm. Um, we need to have a catch up because we've been away from each other for months and months and even though we have spent like coming up to 24 hours together, I feel like we've barely spoken just because we were both like husks of men yesterday. So that's going to be one part of this is just a big old shitty catch up. So if you don't care about that, just skip forward. Have you like written questions to interview me? No. 
Who gonna, do you fucking think you are? How are we going to talk? Like, Just because you look like Kevin James doesn't mean you have the same star power, is it? <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to do that. We're also going to have... Well, I think we've got some news to cover. I've made some bullet points of things that we've missed that are like connected oh, to God. the Sandlerverse in some way. Because we would have been referencing these things when we were like reviewing Master of Disguise or whatever it was called, but... I think in the Master of Disguise episode, I said that I think Dana Carvey will die <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> before before that episode came and out. And he hasn't. Thank fuck for that. Luckily, he hasn't. Yeah, so we'll do that, some new stuff. And then we're going to play like a big old game where we construct the perfect Sandler film. I'll explain that more when we get to it, though, because that's going to be a bit like confusing. It's a, it's a format. And I sent you the homework for it. I sent you these categories and stuff. You had a, what? 252 hour flight or something traveling across the whole world and you didn't do it instead you just wanked on the airplane constantly <laughs> there's nothing better than wanking on an airplane if i'm, I'm getting my in 400 the pounds <laughs> i'm in the mile high club just wanking myself <laughs> up you're in your hand right I, a little bit of thing i'm coming off my holiday i thought you were working I was I was working, but the yeah, last bullshit. two weeks I've been on holiday, or three weeks even. Yeah, I've been travelling around Central America, mm-hmm. and you're like, do this homework. Yeah, and then when I'm on the flight, you already gave me another bit of homework, <laughs> which I think was last uh, next week's episode. Mm-hmm. So I've already been doing some homework. So you did some, yeah. And I've had to write note like so many notes and shit. And you know what? I just wanted to enjoy my flight and watch a. Uh, and watch fucking Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Is that what you watched? Yeah. How did they do that film? Did they? Was it called the Philosopher's Stone? Yeah, in the UK, but the, oh, you watched the, the US flight, version. Yeah, because they have accents. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's bits where he's like, "Here it is. This is the book about Nicholas Flamel and the Sorcerer's Stone." Yeah, I wonder why they did that. But did they? Did they do multiple cuts? They did dubbed, they dubbed it. it. So it's like, this like... is it. This is the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> But Harry, that's the sorcerer's stone. <laughs> but it changes accent. You say great. it a bunch of times, but there's a bit when Professor McGonagall's like, how do you know about the stone? <laughs> clearly oh, cut God. philosophers out. But yeah. Well, what a treat to watch that. Should we have a break and then we'll start on our, our big catch-up? Yeah. You are now listening to the Sandler Pit. Oh, wow! Wow! Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. And we are back. We've done some research, and Luke Thomas is here with... <laughs> it's not breaking news, because it's probably about three or four months too late, but he's got a list of people that died. I've got a list of people who've died. Um, so we're doing an in-memoriam section for everyone who's died in the interim period where we've not been recording. Um, and only one of these people has anything to picture. do with Adam Sandler. <laughs> Who, who? Sidney Poitier? Bob, Bob Saget, wasn't <laughs> oh, it? Oh, I forgot. Yeah, so then we'll start with uh, Bob Saget, who directed Dirty Work. And was, oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah, and he was in uh, all those... He was on, like, You've Been Framed, but American one. We haven't covered that. I know, I know, but he... I, I know <laughs> he we hasn't. We covered Dirty... But anyway, and he was the dad in... How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Mother. He was the old voice. So, yeah, very sad. That is sad. He was, yeah. a, he was a pretty well-loved comedian, to be fair. It's just I've never really... I don't know if he was as big over here, but... No. But yeah. Dirty Work, very underrated. It's really sad that him and Norm Macdonald... Both of them, yeah, that is sad. Suit close together. And as well as that, Gilbert Godfrey died... Um, I don't know if he's been in any of these films, but he was... I feel like he has, but I don't know where. Or, like, he's been mentioned... Maybe he had, like, a cameo in 
something or other. But he, he has a really good episode on the Norm Macdonald podcast where he uh, he's really funny in it. And yeah, I think I think you showed me some clips of that. Yeah, yeah. No, and yeah, true. again, very sad that they've all passed away so close together, and also they're going to be doing a Norm Macdonald commemoration thing on Netflix. He filmed a secret special and. Yeah, all very sad. Right, let's go through some more deaths. Uh, Meatloaf. Yeah, that was sad. Was he in anything we watched? He's in. He's in Tenacious D. Uh, he's in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. He's isn't in it? Fight Club. Yeah, I don't think maybe he's not in any. He might have some songs that are in some of the other things. Yeah. When I saw that, the first thing I thought of was, "Do you remember when we um, used to go to karaoke at the unit?" <laughs> And those two boys did Battle of Hell and it was like 13 minutes long. So, yeah, your your wife, two boys from her course, we were in, what pub was it? It was Walkabout, Walkabout yeah. Walkabout Lincoln, for our American listeners, Walkabout's an Australian-themed bar <laughs> that, like, we had one in Sheffield and it got closed down for ages because someone got stabbed to death on the dance floor. We went to one for my stag, didn't we, at one point? Isn't that where we ended up? Walkabout. Oh, fucking hell, we did. When and you were kissing just... that girl who had a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> and then me and Jack went in there the na- next night when you lot had all gone to bed. And we were there at 2am singing Angels with this boy who'd buy- bought us drinks, nice. dressed as two little, um, like, of the seven dwarfs. Except Jack gave away his hat to some girl. And he had a chef's hat. Uh, he had an army hat on instead. <laughs> so he looked like a chef. And I was wearing a Smurfs hat. So we just like two, like, maniacs in this walkabout <laughs> singing Angels. And after that, I listened to Angels so many times on Spotify. Yeah, you were loving it, I remember. You were loving Angels instead. (laughs) It was my most played song on Spotify that year. I mean, that's not too bad. There's worse ones you could have. I fucking love Angels. That's my, like, karaoke song. It's a good song. I'm going to say it now. I think I can sing it better than Robbie now. I mean, maybe. But anyone can sing better than Robbie Williams now. <laughs> yeah, he's lost his knack. <laughs> if we're talking about death, Robbie Williams' voice. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Oh. Let's, let's get back into it. I don't that. think we should go through deaths. This is too. This is very irrelevant. What? They're all sad, but like other than Bob Saget. All right, let's quickly go run for a few. Bob Barry Cryer. I don't really know who that is. He was. He was like. He was this man, a British icon. Oh yeah, I recognise. He's died. Him. Um, Dot Cotton's the worst. Dot one, Cotton, obviously. yeah, that was that was awful. What was her real name? June Brown. June Brown, an absolute legend of television. Yeah, very relevant to all our listeners in Trinidad um, and Tobago that we've lost. Yeah. Dot Cotton. Linda Barron, that was a really awful one actually. She was at Aunt Mabel and on Come Outside. Did you watch Come Outside? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So for our American listeners and our Trinidad and Tobago listeners, uh, Come Outside was a really good TV show about. A woman with a polka dot um, helicopter. It was a, a it was a biplane, wasn't it? A, a bi- little, little yeah. biplane. And a and a sheep and, like and a, a lovely dog. dog. A lovely dog. Pippin. Pippin. Very dead. She felt like a dinner lady. I yeah. don't know if she was one. But she was. She was. She was good. And she like I remember all her shows teaching you how to make things out of wood. She'd sing a song. She was a delight. How and, often do you make things out of wood? Well, this was what it was about. It was like, oh, we've made a... Te- look at these people making a table leg and a chair and, and stuff. And it was it was really good. Um, we should watch that later. Yeah, shall we? Should we cover like, some... Come last, outside on the podcast. Last night we were watching Featherboy. Which is <laughs> a really... <laughs> I know this is all irrelevant, but it's funny. Featherboy was a CBC drama. I still don't drama. know what Featherboy is, even though we watched it. Yeah, it was a CBC drama about this bullied boy who has premonitions. And it stars... Uh, the kid from Love Actually. Yeah. Because we watched the 
trailer for that film about punk rock. The Sex Pistols one, yeah. And we both went, look, Feather Boy's oh, in God, it. Feather Boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really British thing, I think. We just call him Feather Boy. <laughs> and you had never even seen Feather Boy. No, just the advert used to haunt me as a kid. Because I remember that the old lady in it puts on a jacket of, of, of <laughs> feathers and then sings like a crow and then dies. That was horrible. Yeah. It, that was scarier than any horror film I've ever watched. And yeah. I don't know if it was meant to be. It's good. The full film's on YouTube if anyone wants to... <laughs> I think we should cover it. In this really weird warped format, though. <laughs> Taylor Hawkins died. That was sad. I had tickets to see Foo Fighters as well. Oh, we can cut this if you want. But your dad, like, oh, how are we going to get a refund? <laughs> yeah, died. my dad's response was, that was sad, wasn't it? <laughs> I was like, yeah, gutted or something like that. And he was like, will they still play? <laughs> It's like, mate, he's barely gone cold. You don't Not need to ask that like question. The second message, wondering about his money. Um, Estelle Harris, so she was in Seinfeld. She was Estelle Costanza, and she was Mrs. Potato Head. Oh, an iconic voice. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, they'll all be very missed. But let's stop talking. David about McKee, please. who wrote Elmer. <laughs> That's really what he wrote. Elmer the elephant. Oh, I was uh, thinking Elmer Fudd. And also a really sad one. Well, well, I'll finish here. Is Dennis Waterman, um, who was from uh, the Sweeney, uh, and he was from New Tricks, and he was from that. He was from Minder. Minder, yeah, which I used to watch all the time as a kid, and it had that man in it. I can't remember his name. Dennis Waterman. No, they had the other man with the hat. Fireman Sam. No, let me <laughs> let me Google Minder. But he he used to f- sing all the themes theme tunes, so they did that. It was uh, good. That little Britain sketch where he's yeah. like a really, really little he's man. He's really small for no apparent reason. He's, t- he's not even small. He's not small. That's the funniest sketch they ever did on Little Britain. Mm. He's like, I'll sing the theme tune. I'll... Yeah. It's classic. It was quite funny. All right, well, that rest, was in long peace. <laughs> rest in peace. Rest in peace. To all everyone. those people who we don't need to really give tributes to because it, it doesn't I don't make think any we sense. have to worry about relevance anymore. Maybe just... I'll cut those out. No, um... don't you dare. I just, wanna, I just wanna talk about what I wanna talk about. I'm sick of being bound. And another by, thing. By your shitty fucking concept. <laughs> all right. I've got some news bullet points here. I'm going to leave the biggest one till last. One we recently watched was that the trailer for Hustle came out. Got anything yeah. to say about that? Um, looks really boring and sad. It does. <laughs> We're going to have to cover it, but like, I felt lost just watching the trailer, let alone when the actual film comes out, because it's the sport film that actually looks like it takes sport seriously. Yeah, but I mean, Adam Sandler looks good in it. Like, Yes, yeah, he's got very sad eyes. Very, very sad eyes. He's got a little beard. His beard looks all right, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it I looks... think it kind of suits him. But I think it looks like he's delivering a good performance. Yeah. He looks very oscar baity, but I don't know if it's the sort of thing that the Oscars would take seriously. No. Yeah, you're right. And he... I mean, if he didn't win one for Uncut Gems, why the fuck would he win it no. for this, really? Yeah, it's but... not different enough, is it? I mean, I'm, I'm still looking forward to watching it, and it'll be coming out probably very soon after this right mm-hmm. and that brings me to our, our next story actually because if he has a beard there it means that he's got the perfect facial hair that he could just shave the beard straight off and have his moustache back to reprise his role as Nick Spitz <laughs> <laughs> for Murder Mystery 2 which is wrapped filming did you know this? I didn't know this I've actually kept away from any news so just for this little section really? yeah well, yeah, it finished filming. There's, There's been like a lot of pictures and stuff. He actually uploaded some, which is quite yeah. unusual for him. 
I've also seen some news as well that Marlon is in a uh, coma on Emmerdale. Is he? And uh, Paddy's betrayed him because he no. didn't go see him. Just for <laughs> <laughs> our Emmerdale listeners. <laughs> so you've been catching up on Emmerdale. I've been catching up on Emmerdale. But he not didn't do this. his homework for the, for the sound of the <laughs> was caught up on Emmerdale. I was too busy watching the fucking 90 episodes of Emmerdale I've missed. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers. I, I'm starting it from the start. <laughs> It's been going for about 50 years, I think. I did Google, like, how long it would take you to... Because I'm a Coronation Street boy myself. Like, that's mm. what my family grew up on. I once played a game with my mum, like, just doing a quiz of, like... And she got all of them right. She really? knows everything. Does she still watch it now? No, but she just knows everything my about... My mum watches them all. I know everything about Coronation Street from 2001 to 2008. Because mm. um, I remember when we went to uni... Oh yeah, you I, and Jack liked it, didn't you? Me, me and Jack had an argument because there was a girl in Coronation oh. Street and I said that she killed herself by eating lots of chocolate. And then he <laughs> kicked off and he was like, no, she had a drug overdose. So we had to check it and Google it and find out. And yeah, she killed herself with chocolate because she was diabetic. Some people would say chocolate is a drug. <laughs> Sugar. <laughs> You're both the worst right. drug of all. <laughs> Diabetes. Do you know that when Murder Mystery came out, apparently it was viewed by record-breaking 30,869,863 accounts in the first three days? I don't think that's true. I don't think so either. I think it's when they show the first like five-second preview bit, yeah. isn't it? And then off. Like I don't trust Netflix's statistics. No, because that's like... I know it's not quite the same, but imagine if that was in the cinema and it was viewed by that many accounts. That's like in cinemas... Even if it was like £5 a ticket, it'd be the highest grossing fucking film ever, wouldn't it? Yeah, probably. So, And it wasn't even good. <laughs> yeah, I think Netflix... Aren't they dying? Yeah, apparently they keep like cancelling stuff and whatever and having loads of cuts, basically. Yeah, I think they're basically like a like a money laundering scheme at this point. They're just... They put really money into anything. the weirdest things. Yeah. Like, I, I know we talk about the Adam Sandler films. That's one thing, but like... They keep making these really shit-looking game shows. I shouldn't say too much, because there'll probably be a day where I end up fucking working on one. All right. Oh, on the game show. I thought you were on Netflix. Oh, no. (laughs) No, on one of these dodgy game shows, and everyone will be like, yeah, it's going to be the next big thing. It's going to be the next (laughs) bake-off. The cast for Murder Mystery 2 is a bit mad. Yeah. You've got Mark Strong. I love Mark Strong. Is that the bald guy? Yeah, the bald villain. Bald British villain in everything. I love that guy, yeah. Melanie Laurent. Who? I want to say she's the woman out of Inglorious Bastards, but okay, on quick Google. Let's, I don't let's, that name. The example here for her is that she's in Six Underground. I don't think that's a great shout, is it? No. I yeah, think... she's in Inglorious Bastards, and now you see me, and a few other things that don't look so good. But she was really good in Inglorious Bastards. Wonderful. Jodie Turner Smith, you know her? Um, yeah, she's in Anne Boleyn at the moment. She's the one um, in that TV show that everyone's seen. And I haven't. Is she... Killing Eve? That's Jodie Comer. Fucking hell. <laughs> Who the fuck is this? Jodie Turner-Smith. So at the moment, there's like... I don't think it's on at the moment, actually. There was like a big thing on Channel 5 that was like a period drama. And she's black and she's playing Anne Boleyn. And loads of people are fuming about it because it's not historically accurate. But you grow up, you She's a good actress. actor, I think. I haven't seen her in much. Jodie Turner-Smith, I recognise her. What's she in? Queen and Slim! Oh, yeah, she's in that, yeah. Was that good? Yeah, it's really fucking depressing. Like, you can... Because I got it as a um, a free ticket. Oh right. Through, through this website where they give you like free like premiere tickets and stuff in Sheffield at the light the light Sheffield. 
Oh yeah. And I watched it and I was on my own because I was <laughs> waiting for a bus to go home after like, I've been like a few days away, like somewhere, I think in Newcastle and it was so fucking depressing. <laughs> so depressing. Nice. It's a great film though. It's got him... Who's Daniel it? Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya from Psychoville and much, much bigger <laughs> The first things. thing that you think of is Psycho. Well, he's Tea Leaf or whatever Tea Leaf in Psychoville. I love the fact that he's Tea Leaf in Psychoville. And, and he, did you see the Adele he show? He was in Skins. Is he? I don't yeah. know that. Did you see the Adele show? When she did the when she's like, the per- special. The person I most want to work with is Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. And then he's just in the audience, like, what the fuck? Why? It's like, I was in Get Out. <laughs> Singing a song with you. <laughs> but no, but it's nice that he's so famous. And he's great, though, isn't he? He's fucking cool. I really like him. The yeah, own, great. The only other name I recognise here is Annie Mumolo. She wrote Bridesmaids with Kristen Wiig, but she's in, like, that Barb and Star film. Oh, which I've still not seen. Which but... is quite funny. It's yeah. a bit weird, but... Yeah, so that sounds pretty interesting. Apparently it's... I mean, the director is the director of the film The Breakup. Vince Vaughn. Terrible film. Oh, Jennifer the one, one where they have to sleep in the same bed, but even though they've broken up. Yeah. And the film apparently shows them going on the Orient Express. They're gifted a trip from Interpol. So, guessing we're just going to get a parody of Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, great. I mean, <sighs> yeah... The only one I care about at the moment is Spaceman of Bohemia. Yeah, I'm intrigued by that. Paul Dano's in it. Yeah. Which I think is exciting. Riddler himself. Yeah, and that brings me on to my next story. Oh, that's nice. A little segue. I know. This is fucking... It's flowing like liquid. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's not even news, really, but I was just going to say, isn't it weird that John Turturro's in Batman? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As soon as I see him, I forget that he's a real actor and he's actually good and shit. Yeah. It was like this with Steve Buscemi before, but he's not... He doesn't really appear in much serious stuff now, Buscemi, I don't think. Whereas... Yeah. I started watching a show called Severance as well on Apple, which is really good. John Turturro's in that as well, and he's doing this really weird accent, and he's like, hello. (laughs) (laughs) So you need to check that out. But it's mad to see someone like that in one of these films, when we've seen him, like, be sneaky sneaky and invent baseball and all that shit. But, like, I remember the first time I saw him was in A Brother Where Art Thou, a brilliant film. Mm, I haven't seen that. It's really good. And he's funny, but he's serious in it. And then everything I saw him in was, like, quite serious. Yeah. Then it's a bit of a jump for me to see him now as a comedy person, but I've spent so fucking long doing this <laughs> shit that when I saw him in The Batman, I was like, oh, what? Yeah, I'm is he going to slip on a banana or something? Yeah. And it's weird. Who's he playing again? He's playing... Um, Carmine Falcone. Yeah, who's played by the guy from The Full Monty in Batman yeah. Begins. I didn't recognise him because I rewatched all the old Batman films, and yeah. when I got to that one, I was like... That guy just has the face of a British person. Yeah, but, but he's, he's called Falcone. He's hey doing there, a voice like that. What are you doing over here, Mister Wayne? Like, yeah. But then in Full Monty, he's the boss. Have you seen Full Monty? Mm-hmm. Classic British comedy set in Sheffield. Coming back. Right? Coming back. They're doing a I, Disney Plus series. I have. I have, <laughs> <laughs> have you got this in your news? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's really good. It's called um, the book of the book of the miners. <laughs> is it, no. it going to be the original lads back? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, there's a picture of him and everything. Oh, fuck off. Like, hang on. Let's have a look. What's right. his name? Begbie? He's in it. Begbie? Robert Carlyle? Robert Carlyle, yeah. Um, <laughs> Last time I saw him, he was playing John Lennon in Yesterday. <laughs> oh, that is one of the worst. You know, when I was working abroad, like people were like, oh, have you seen this really good film? It's called Yesterday. I think the film's all right. For a film that's got Ed Sheeran in it and Robert Carlyle playing John Lennon, 
who survived. It's, it's, I thought it was all right. It's one of the worst films I've ever seen. Not only is it really bad, because it's a really, really bad film, the guy in it's really terrible, the main actor. Oh, what? Tamwar out of EastEnders? No, he's not. Yeah, he's, he's really, good, that guy. He's really bad. I hate the love interest who's Lily James. Oh, I love Lily James. No, I I'm like a big Lily James things. Fan. I like her, but I don't like her in that film. I hate the friend who's the guy from Plebs. Oh, he's all right. Joel no, Fry? No, he's not all right. He's, he's terrible okay. in that film. And the whole film is really bad. Everything is like, it's implying that the Beatles would have any cultural relevancy now like if it got released now no one would give a shit hmm. they're good they are good and I really like them but it's such a fucking that's a weird argument yeah sucking their own cock like they're like oh wow if we released yesterday now it'd have such a global impact like I don't know we're in a world where like someone like Cardi B or the Kardashians can make it big I think the Beatles would probably still be alright I, I, I think they would I think that they would be like there's so You've many listen to the UK's Eurovision entry three times in the last 24 hours I think that the Beatles would still do well <laughs> right I think that there's so many artists that do very similar stuff to that that it would be one of the set it would be like yeah they're great this band but there's so many bands that do the same kind of thing like but isn't there jokes about that in the film as well when they're like oh it's not as good as Coldplay yeah, but they, but he still becomes the most famous man on earth, and then it's like Ed Sheeran is like it, it's the implication that Ed Sheeran's the second best because he says like, oh, I feel like that fucking guy to Mozart, you know? <laughs> I feel like Soli- S- Solero. <laughs> what the ice cream? <laughs> he feels like Solero the ice cream. No, what's his name? Solieri. I don't know. The guy from that film. But even still... It's such a fucking shit film. Even that's proof, though. Even Ed Sheeran's made it big, and he's the most average man ever. Exactly, but then he's like, oh, I feel like Solieri to Mozart. And I'm like, You're, you were never Mozart, you fucking prick. Yeah. And then the worst... He is fucking massive, even if you don't like him. Yeah, what, like, whatever. I don't Somehow. mind his music, I just don't like his acting. And the film, anyway, is really fucking unfunny. It's really bad. And then the worst bit about it is that the script was stolen. It was stolen. Oh yeah, that was weird. Yeah, there was an article and Richard Curtis is a prick. Like, he stole the fucking... Weren't you getting really keen that you had a Zoom call with him once? Oh yeah, I forgot that. He he sent me a mask in the post. But let's say it this way, right? (laughs) You've seen that film yesterday. Yeah, it's not amazing. I've watched it once. I'll probably never watch it again. But have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody? No, I've never seen it. Yeah, it's not the worst music film that came out that year. All right, fair (laughs) enough. (laughs) But I I really, really didn't like it. And I remember thinking, I don't like this. And then... But it's a film made for, like, mums, isn't it? Yeah. Well, why do you fucking like it then, you weirdo? Well, I've got some news coming. (laughs) I'm a mum. (laughs) (laughs) Right, I've got the full Monty TV show. Oh, man, this is lovely. Yeah, they're back. Look at them all. Hang on, you're saying that. The, The guy's not there. The fucking guy. He might be dead. His character wasn't the biggest part, was he? He was like my favourite character. Was he like the funny one? No, but I mean... <laughs> he was the big comic relief guy. He's the one who was like, That was my job! You're fat, he's thin, and you're both fucking ugly. <laughs> that that line, he's really good. I think I remember Gerald. it. Gerald. Yeah. He's my favourite bit of Full Monty. It's a good, it is a good film. Talking of good films, my next story, my next bullet point... Yeah. Did you see when the film Uncut Gems became a meme? I only did because you told me about it. Oh, I told you about it. Yeah, yeah, but but please, indulge me again. So for some reason, the woman that's in it, Julia Fox, (laughs) she went through this weird phase when she was dating Kanye West. And all all of a sudden, she was just like in the press loads, just going to events and shit. 
and wearing weird stuff. I feel like it feels like it was a long period, but I feel like they dated for maybe a week. She did this interview when she said that she was Josh Safdie's muse when he wrote Uncut Jams. <laughs> and people were running with this and they were fucking loving it. So I'm going to play it. <laughs> what? It was Josh Safdie's muse when he wrote Uncut Jams. Right. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Uncut Jams. Uncut Jams. <laughs> And the subtitle was on this video. Have a look at this. We are the muses. I, mean, I was Josh Safdie's muse when he wrote Anka Jams. <laughs> it goes into like Turkish and says Anka Thams. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know why she did that, why she said that. I don't think she was his muse when he wrote Uncut Jams. Uncut Jams. Because I think Adam Sandler was. Was it not written for Adam Sandler? It was written specifically for, for Adam Sandler. Yeah. But whatever. So that was a thing that happened. It like all these things were happening, and I was like, God, our podcast would be so relevant if we were recording at the moment. Yeah, like, like we're saying uncut jams, but this is months. Oh, it's such an old joke. Dead. Like the hacker t dog uh, <laughs> joke is more prevalent right now at the time of recording. Now it's like if we're, we're... innocent men. <laughs> <laughs> I think in our last episode we were talking about the crazy frog. So at, least, <laughs> at least we're a bit more up to date than that. All right, my final news story that we haven't covered. Biggest one. What do you oh, reckon yeah. it is? I know what it is, so um, please go into it, because it was massive, and it was really fucking annoying that we weren't recording. I know, it was so long. I was tempted to call you while you were over there, but... To do what? To just shove it in a random episode? And then we like... appear on like the BBC News or something, talking <laughs> about it. <laughs> so, um, Chris Rock from The Week Off was, <laughs> was hosting the Oscar for, I think it was Best Documentary film or best documentary short it was quite a innocuous yeah yeah and he made a really crap joke about how jada pinkett smith's bald about gi jane 2 right yeah which is a film that i have no I to understanding Google it, of. yeah yeah if he wants good bald jokes there's going to be loads coming in the next couple of weeks you because... keep saying that you've not made a single <laughs> joke you're fucking boring like <laughs> luke thomas can't wait to see you in gi jane 2 <laughs> <laughs> keep my name out your fucking keep my mouth. Name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> so yeah, he made that rubbish joke. Will Smith laughed at it for a millisecond, then saw yeah. his um, wife roll her eyes. So then he went up on stage, did the longest walk that I've ever seen to someone having a knee jerk reaction. I guess you can't say it was a knee jerk reaction because he had a lot of time to think about it on that long walk up to the stage, didn't he? Yeah. And then he he slapped a man. He slapped Chris Rock. Slapped him right in his fucking face. Yeah. What did you think when you saw that? Well, basically, I'd been at the beach all day because I'd had to go over to... You were do... working so hard over there, <laughs> So, because it's a 90-day visa in Costa Rica, and I was on, like, the 89th day of my visa on that day, mm. so I had to go to Panama and come back. So I was at the beach, and I was smashing down mojitos at about, like, fucking seven in the hot, hot sun, <sighs> and I was steaming pissed, and I got back to my hotel, and, yeah, then there was that about... Um, about Will Smith and yeah. there was loads of things about Shark Tale and Madagascar and <laughs> it, was, it was really really funny like it's a really awful like thing to have happened yeah, like, yeah. I mean the, the Oscars is shit anyway like it's really bad mm. and they like try and make it relevant to the general audience but the only people who care about it are people who like film mm -hmm. but they patronise anyone who likes films anyway they'll be like oh the power of the dog how fucking boring yeah, and they make jokes to... about like cartoons being for kids and stuff. Yeah, and even it's... though it wasn't one of them this year about like people trafficking or something. Yeah, like that. So, I don't know. 
they're just a, they're really fucking culturally bankrupt and irrelevant and then of course this had happened and and this is the thing that's made them relevant again yeah a like... cheeky slap to the face of Curtis from Grown Ups <laughs> or Marcus <laughs> I can't remember what his name is in it so yeah it was it was really bad um, there's a lot of theories that it's because they've had an affair maybe in the past what Chris Rock and Jada yeah because they were cl- wow. they were obviously uh, Marty and Gloria in the Madagascar franchise <laughs> oh yeah of course so they, they're friends like they've they've got like fil- footage of them as friends mm. and then he's like kicking the fuck off but also like to a layman like you, I didn't know she had alopecia no like, I me mean neither I don't watch the Red Table review or whatever it's called I no I don't watch her show and I, I assume that like she just looks cool I was just like alright oh, it's just a shaved head I mean there's yeah, nothing that bad <laughs> let me get this down on, on record that there's nothing <laughs> sexier and cooler than a shaved head on a person <laughs> there's nothing um, I think that she doesn't have alopecia someone said her head at like a barcode <laughs> shaved it off <laughs> But yeah, you shouldn't joke about people if about having alopecia, I guess. But if you, yeah, I'll edit that joke out. Yeah, you shouldn't think. joke about balding because it's really rude. But it's sexual harassment, some would say. Oh yeah, that was in the news yesterday that a bald man's taken his old employer to court for calling him a bald cunt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but sexual harassment, nah. Maybe workplace harassment, okay. Bullying, maybe. Bullying, yeah. But whatever. So yeah, you shouldn't joke about alopecia, I guess. But if you're going to go up and hit a fucking comedian for making a joke, then that's setting such a bad precedent. Hmm. Which you see when Dave Chappelle, who I don't particularly like because he makes shitty jokes about trans people all the time. But he fucking... There was someone ran on stage with a gun to oh, his yeah, last yeah. gig. And now he's basically God. opened the door to, if you don't like a joke, just fucking go up and assault the comedian. Hmm. And Chris Rock was there, and he was like, "Oh my God, was that Will Smith? <laughs> Did you see that?" No. Is that what he, said? he goes up to Chappelle. He's like, "Was that Will Smith?" <laughs> oh my God. Jesus. Yeah, it's bad because like we always review these films with our like current mindset and stuff of saying that like this is fucked, this shouldn't happen and stuff. But you don't go to the point where you're stooping to the same level by whacking someone. I think the best thing he could have done was just like sat there with a face like a slapped ass. Mm-hmm. Mention it in his speech. Mention his speech. Like I don't, I don't appreciate jokes about my wife's. Um, I mean, that'd be embarrassing as fuck anyway. But if he just kicked off, but yeah, it was a bit weird. Like there was loads of photos of him like being hugged by Bradley Cooper and um, yeah, and Denzel mm. and it, and then he won. Yeah, <laughs> and I was already a bit annoyed because that was Andrew Garfield's Oscar. Mm. He's a sweet, sweet man, and he and he. Did great in Spider Man and Tick Tick Boom was great and he it was really good. really good in it and yeah they should have just gone fuck it Andrew Garfield's one but no they gave it to Will Smith for the most Oscar bait looking film as well I haven't watched it it probably is good I'll but give it, I, to be fair I haven't watched it either so yeah he might be really good in it the most tempted that I've ever been to watch it was after he slapped Chris Rock it was fucking good publicity <laughs> what's your opinion of uh, Will Smith in general. I don't know, I've gone off him in the last couple of years. I feel like he's had his moment. Yeah. When he appears in stuff now, I'm always just to be like, oh, it's this guy still. I kind of, I feel kind of the same about Jim Carrey. They seem like relics. Yeah, but Jim Carrey came out about the Will Smith slap and he said, I'd be suing him for millions of dollars like this morning because he that'll be there forever. And he was really angry about mm. the thing that happened. But 
Yeah, I get that. I think is he's been bad since After Earth. You know that film with um, him and his son. Was that the one that kickstarted him being bad? Yeah. The last film of his that I remember liking probably isn't good now was Hancock. Hancock, I remember that. Me and my brother went to see it at the cinema. Yeah, I can't think of any after them. Um, Aladdin. I, <laughs> he was all right in Aladdin. Aladdin. I liked uh, iRobot. That was ages That ago. was good. I don't know. Yeah, he's not he's not that great anymore. Whereas Chris Rock, have you seen Top 5? <laughs> <laughs> that horrible scene with the horrible, horrible threesome. Yeah, um, what a film. The last film I saw Chris Rock in was that fucking shit. Saw film he was in oh, Spiral. Yeah. And whatever you said about that. This this town is dirty. This town is hot, hot and dirty. And there's they all these cops. They're all dirty. They'll take dirty money. Oh <laughs> God! It was like everyone in this in this precinct is corrupt. I remember you <laughs> said about it when we watched Bulletproof. It does sound like the same. It's like a much. child has written a police procedural. It's it's fucking mental. But oh God! They're both. I don't know. I like. Uh, I like, I've liked them both at different times. Yeah. I'm sure there's room for him to be in good things come going forward, but like this is going to be a blip on his career yeah. for sure. Well, it sounds it? like Will Smith's career is kind of fucked. Like they've they've banned him from the Oscars for mm. the future, and they've cancelled loads of his upcoming films. So it's like he's been cancelled. Yeah. Um, which yeah, <laughs> what a way I, to go though. Yeah, just slapping a man on the best day of your life when you win an Oscar. Like, he's ruined his own fucking night. Yeah, it's proper fucking stupid. All he had to do was sit there and not hit a man. Well, I'm glad that we've added our two pence to the debate because everyone was asking for it, weren't they? It was the most discussed event and we're here talking about it, what, four months after it happened? Yeah, what they need is really, really timely report from two (laughs) white British men about about a slap that happened ages ago. But whatever, it was fucking stupid. We've really added to to the discourse. Yeah. All right, well, that's the end of my news roundup. You got anything else relevant? No, let me just check. Soap opera news for the day. Why soap opera news? Because I think that's that's part of our niche, I think, at this point. Uh, We love soaps. We do love soaps. Right, that was the end of our news roundup. Very timely. I loved the bit about the Oscars that happened fucking years ago. Yeah. In the meantime, though, let's talk about what's happened with you. So you've, you've been away in Costa Rica. Yeah. What have you been doing? I've been... I've been working in. Do you want me to be serious or like? No, I just want to know some anecdotes. We need right, some, okay. some well, stories. I've been working there for for four months or something, like yeah. ages. I didn't have a hot shower for fucking three months. What until this morning? No, I had one when I got back because Costa Rica has hot water. It was just oh. I was I was living on a farm. <laughs> oh right. I lived on a farm for months wow. and shit. I've had some disgusting and mental things happen to me, which I've not told you about because... Yeah, we've been saving these up. I've been saving up everything awful that's happened to me, so I'm going to have to get up a few pictures um, because some some mental shit has happened. So, yeah, I had like three quite traumatising things happen to me in a row. One, I found out I'm allergic to something. Do you know what it is? (laughs) I think it's the fruit of the cass. What's Ca- that? Cass fruit? I don't know. Well, that's not going to be a big problem for you, is it? Because I don't know. I've never heard of that. Yeah, me neither. So I've never had it before. And then I, I had it. It's a new fruit they've just brought out. They brought out this new <laughs> fruit. Give me a second. I'll find a picture of what happened to my body. But basically, I drank this juice. Your hair fell out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I drank this juice and it was a bit mental. 
And then literally my whole body ended up covered in hives. What was mental about the juice? What it's like it ayahuasca like, or whatever so it's called. Basically, like I just ordered it from it was it came free with my dinner. <laughs> so I like it was Were I you was, in their equivalent of Weber spoons where it's like a meal and a drink <laughs> for five ninety nine? You know what, it was pretty much that. It was a cassado <laughs> and a juice. Oh god, hang on. Oh god, we're up to the picture, okay. I basically, I drank this juice. I ordered a Casado and then I went out to visit a team project. They were staying at a football field. I was sat there having a coffee. And I looked at my arm and it was just covered in this mental rash. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I took, lifted my shirt and I was just covered head to toe in these mental hives. And this was from drinking it? This was from drinking it. And basically I had to get in, I was working with some nurses and they had to inject me with antihistamines Ugh. three times. <laughs> um, once in my thigh, like once in my arm, like it was mental. Jesus, were um, you shitting yourself? Yeah, like look. Uh, oh yeah, you, d- you did send me these. Did I? Yeah, but you, I didn't know the context. Look at my body. Jesus Christ. It was all over me. <laughs> the face. Yeah, it was disgusting. Like it what was a t-shirt tan as well. I know. But yeah, it was really disgusting. So he's got loads of... It, it looks like his arm's kind of like an embossed map of the world. <laughs> got little islands all over him in red. Yeah. Oh, God. Look at my back. Jesus. Did it hurt as well? Yeah, it really fucking hurt. And it itched like fucking nothing else. Fucking hell, that's horrible. Just from drinking some fruit. Well, yeah, just from drinking a fruit, apparently. But we're still unsure of what the actual cause of it was. So I'm allergic to something. Did it only happen that one time? Well, it was over the course of three days. It just kept coming and going. It was like Green Goblin in, in Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man 2. His body parts all falling It comes up. and goes. <laughs> I was just fucked. Oh, man, um, that's so that was bad. My second one was that I got deported from... This all happened in one week. Yeah, I remember this one. I this got, is good. I got deported from Panama. So I arrived at Panama. This is the day that... Was it from wearing that hat? <laughs> <laughs> so I got deported because basically I had, I'd just mentioned that I had a 90-day visa as a tourist. I thought you were going to say because you had hives. Because <laughs> I had the hives, they made me leave. So I had 90 days and I was on like... At this point, I think I was on like the 80th day and they were like, right, you've got to go to the uh, Iola border, cross over the border, then like stay there a couple of hours and then come back and then go to the beach and then come back tomorrow morning. So we went really early in the morning and basically to do it, you have to show your future transport and your vaccine stuff. So I showed them, right. they were like, right, where's your vaccine? Here you go. And then they were like, where's your flight out? And I was like, oh, I haven't, I haven't got a flight to the UK booked. All I have is this bus ticket to Panama in a few weeks. And they were like, but but you're here today. And I was like, yeah, but I'm coming back to Panama in two weeks. And they were like, but but you're here today. You're not here oh, in two God. weeks. And he started getting really angry. He got his manager. And I, he was like, where's your flight? And I said, oh, I haven't booked it because I'm traveling. I've, this is just my proof of my bus ticket. And he was like, so you're a liar then? <laughs> and I went, no, I'm not a liar. And he went, you're a fucking liar. And well, I, this was a professional man saying this. Thing. Yeah, he was like, you're a liar. And I don't let liars into Panama. <laughs> oh my Fam- God, judge, famous, jury and execution. Famously a country of no lies. <laughs> Panama, <laughs> where the Panama papers were. Um, but no, he was like, I don't let liars into Panama. And I was like, all right. And then he just had my passport. I was like, can I get your passport? And he was like, no. So I was like, oh, right. And he was like, well, stand over there and wait there. And I was with this other like two people. One had already been let in. And then the other woman, they were like, and they were shouting at her, and she's like in her 60s, and they're like, you've got to decide, are you going, are you leaving Panama with him, or are you going into Panama with her? And she was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. 
it was a bit mental. At this point, I was I needed a poo. Yeah, I was gonna say about you shitting yourself. Well, I wasn't shitting myself. I was just kind of like, oh god. And then when you got imprisoned, well, what like, do I do to bald boys like you in prison? <laughs> you polish me. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and had a poo. Like, and I had to pay loads of money to have a poo. And this man was really angry. And I, and then I came back, and he was like, where where were you? And I was like, I was on the toilet. And he was like, right. We're deporting you from Panama. So he gave me my passport back and he put a big stamp through the thing. And he was like, you are leaving right now. And this woman like took me over the canal and she was holding my passport the whole way. And I was just in my head like, oh, she's just going to fucking throw it into, throw it in the, the river. into the river. Yeah, basically they stamped me back out. So I basically got deported back into Costa Rica. And then I had to go and get breakfast and wait for the other two to get back over the border, which it could have been like seven hours. And I was so you ne- did you ever get your visa that you wanted? No, yeah, but I went back a week later with a flight. I booked my flight at that point. They didn't even fucking ask me for my flight that time. Ugh. They just were like, oh, here you go. They didn't ask me anything. They just stamped me straight in. And then we tried going back over two hours later and they were like, we remember you. What are you doing coming back? Did you not enjoy Panama? And we were like, oh, like we've had an emergency. We've got to go back to Costa Rica. And he was like, well, you're not. You can come back at 5 p.m. And we had to fucking sit there at this border crossing for like seven hours. Oh, God. This doesn't sound like it was worth it. It wasn't worth it. And there's nothing in uh, Six Iola. Like, it's terrible. And we had to sit there for hours waiting just to be let back into Costa Rica. And then I've had to do it again to get back into Panama when I went to Filthy Friday in Bocas. (laughs) (laughs) It was worth it for Filthy Friday. Oh, man. Filthy Friday. The first uh, bar island crawl in all of uh, Panama. Do you want to show you a picture of, of... you're not allowed to bring your phone because you're not allowed to take photos. Have you got the photo then? I, I mean, I'm just going to... This is why you get fucking deported. I know, I'm just going to show you like a photo of it. Not no, I don't want to look at it. I don't want to be... Look at this. <laughs> it's so disgusting. And like, they're all like yeah, pouring like shots in your mouth. sort of thing. Yeah, and I'm like... I was You've been the... on your gap here though, haven't you? That's what it is. Exactly. But yeah, um, so that was traumatising. The thing about that is, I think that that serves you right because that's all your years of being like lazy not planning things properly yeah traveling by the seat of your anus all the time <laughs> it was gonna come back and bite you eventually wasn't it yeah and and do you want to hear the third traumatizing thing that happened to me yeah go on. i got robbed <laughs> <laughs> of what your so, hair oh classic <laughs> uh, no i got my camera my watch all my shit like about a thousand pounds worth of shit stolen oh. from my desk whilst i was in the office but in a different room watching she's the man <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking hell, that's horrible. I know, I was watching She's the Man um, with my co-workers and someone broke in at the same time and stole all my shit. And uh, yeah, that was fucking awful. And, what uh, have you done? You got insurance? Uh, I've got insurance. I've got to fill out my insurance claim, um, oh. which is annoying. And then, yeah, my like I was wandering around the farm like trying to find all my shit. With, yeah, the CEO of, of some the company I was working for and... Yeah, we went around looking for shit and like I found like pairs of my socks like thrown in a field. <laughs> so oh. they grabbed it. They stole my fucking bag. God. Yeah. So where did you get that bag from? I bought that in Costa Rica. Oh nice. But yeah. It was it's alright. It was mainly just a camera and a fucking hard drive full of films and stuff and I was like fucking bastards. Oh. It's just annoying. They're gonna be watching the animal, aren't they, in Costa Rica? <laughs> <laughs> I think I only had Wedding Singer as the only Sandler one on there, which mm. is metal. But yeah, it's been nice. It's been a very hot, hot few months. Well, it sounds fucking depressing. I'm glad I've been over here. They're my only three awful things. Everything else was kind of like just me getting really like fat. 
Nice. Eating, eating Digging rice holes. every day. Do you, do you dig loads of holes and stuff? I dug one hole. I, I pickaxed a wall, a wall of earth. They call him Stanley Yelnats. <laughs> <laughs> I love that film. Like, it's a good film. Do you remember the rap that's at the end of it? No. Oh, you should. We'll listen to it after we finish recording. So we'll watch Come Outside and listen to the rap from Holes and yeah, watch Feather Boy again. By the Detent Boys. <laughs> That's what it's called. I think maybe I do remember it, actually. Yeah, that sounds like, familiar. I've got one good story. To, no, I've got two good stories to tell you, actually, yeah. of things that happened while you are away. Not much really happened. I've just been working hard, grafting, yeah. unlike you. I haven't had a single pina colada. <laughs> oh, I've had a cocktail every single day for three weeks. I can tell. I feel mental right now. I've not had any alcohol all day. I He's been t- pissing rum. <laughs> I'm just absolutely just full of rum and burger. Like it's just been <laughs> burger just meat, burger and rum. It's just nothing. Like I've just been living this disgusting, sweaty life, and I feel grim. Like I'm shaking from the lack of alcohol. You're, f- you're just fine. Some of my things that happen, one, I know you love an update on my dad and I told you there was one good story with him. <laughs> so there's an energy crisis at the moment in the, in the UK <laughs> where all good stories start. No, there's like a cost of living crisis or something, isn't yeah. there? Everything's so fucking expensive. I mean, looking around this room, we've got everything plugged in to record this. I, I shouldn't really be yeah, doing you're, it. You're wasting your lucky. No, I'm not wasting it because it's for quality content. But <laughs> So there was this day, it was literally trending on Twitter. It was called like check your boiler day or something like that everyone was checking their oh meter reading day that was it meter reading day all right so everyone was doing their meter reading because like the next day this new thing was coming in where like all the prices were going up by fucking loads so my dad was doing his meter reading and they're in this weird house that's quite like narrow where they live Mm. it's not the one you've seen it's a new house and i think their meter is high up for some reason so he, to look at it, he's like stood on a on a stool, but it's like a bar stool, not like, not a stool with like three legs, a stool with one leg, you know, in the middle, you know. Oh yeah. You know, sort of like, like a swivel one, like a, like a hairdresser kind of chair. And he's doing that on it. And my mum was telling him all through the day, it was even trending on Twitter. I can't, I can't like emphasize this enough. Everyone was talking about it. He wouldn't do it all day. And then he did it in the evening when it was dark. And I think this was in, like, I don't know where their meter is. It was under the fucking house or something. But apparently it was dark in there and he could barely see what he's doing. So he's, like, holding a torch or something. Does he not have a head torch and a stepladder? No. I mean, this is the man that, like, cut his arm off when he was trying to take time. <laughs> so. But, so he stood on this stool and apparently my mum was, like, annoyed at him already. And then apparently she just had ah! Because <laughs> he fell off the stool and landed on a vase. And the bus smashed. <laughs> but in my head, he fell head first into a vase, and his like legs stuck. are like coming out of it. like Winnie the Pooh stuck in the yeah. honey pot. <laughs> so he did that. He fell into a vase. That was that was funny. Oh and I think I texted you another one that was like, he found out he had high blood pressure, but it turned out that he was just stressed because he didn't think he'd make it back to work before his lunch hour was over. Yeah, like, why did your dad go to a hospital appointment and not take the day off? Like, I don't know. Or lunch? just say, I've, I've got an appointment, I'll be back, do a Wait. half day or something. Yeah. But he's he cares about his job so much for no apparent reason. Like, it's not, I don't know. <laughs> My mum was so annoyed about it that she, like, phoned his work and was like, why wasn't he allowed time off to do this? And they were like, he didn't mention it. He'd have been allowed the time off. Oh, God. So he's just embarrassed. So... It, 
he's got a fake reading that he's apparently got high blood pressure really he's just stressed about work <laughs> and two his wife is calling him in and trying to like I don't know embarrass him in front of his boss I suppose oh that's so embarrassing you yeah he's in a bad way isn't he yeah has anything else happened to him like I just his day to day what does he do um nothing else that exciting uh, Oh, me and my mum went to Edinburgh for a funeral recently for my great uncle and my dad couldn't go because he couldn't get time off work, even though he definitely could have. Yeah, he didn't ask. (laughs) He just didn't bother asking. He can't cook or anything. And my sister texted me and was like, dad hasn't eaten in three days. (laughs) (laughs) He hasn't hasn't eaten a meal. What does he eat? I don't know. Crisps. Yeah, just crisps. And he's doing Slimming World at the moment to lose weight. He's lost loads of weight. But apparently, even though he didn't eat for three days, when he went to get weighed, he'd put on a pound and a half. <laughs> and he was fuming about it because he hadn't eaten. But he somehow put weight on. How did, How can you not... He must have been eating something, but probably what like microwave meals or something. Like not proper... No like proper food, I guess. No vegetables. Yeah, I was saying that I haven't had a vegetable in fucking like three weeks. I'm I saw you eat a tomato earlier, so that's true. That's more of a fruit. He ate it like an apple. (laughs) 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 The other story that happened. This is quite a good one. I I was on my way to watch the Batman, and I was really excited because I had planned out my route, and I was saying to my wife, I was like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna get there loads of time. I've got this idea of this way that we can take different ways because it's always busy on the other route. This is just." pointless detail you don't really need to know so we're driving there yeah and then i was stopped at some traffic lights and then a guy drove into the back of my car which was fucking annoying because you know i was so excited to see batman and this was really ruining my day and the guy was like oh i don't want to go through insurance so i'm thinking oh he's fucking dodgy or something Mm -hmm. and we kept on saying like oh can we have your details still anyway but he was going to pay for it Mm -hmm. right and then we were by a garage after getting a quote and he was like oh, don't worry, you can trust me, I'm an athlete. And we were like, what? That's a bit weird. Like, OJ Simpson was an athlete. Oscar Pistorius was an athlete. (laughs) And they killed people. (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) I think Oscar Pistorius isn't in prison. Yeah, but but he said he thought it was a robber. Oh, right, okay. So would you have shot... I'm pro pro Pistorius. (laughs) I hate robbers. Shot through the door. (laughs) But yeah, so he said that and I didn't really think much of it. And then I met him again when we took the car in like a week later. And he was like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm here training because there's a white water centre near us that they use for the Olympics. And then he was like, I said, oh, have you been to any competitions? And he looked quite young and stuff. So I didn't really think he was going to be like an athlete or anything. Then I Googled him when I got home and he's a fucking gold medalist. (laughs) (laughs) He was a nice guy, actually. He was a really nice guy. <laughs> That's really funny. He was good. Yeah, he oh. fucked my car. Yeah, I hit a car on my way to Spider-Man. No way home. Right, this is a bit bad, but yeah, my brother had, like, shaved his head and, like... You're all out here. You're like a family of racists, all the skinheads. Yeah, but he shaved his head, like, and he gave his hair... Because my brother, unlike me, he's got really good hair. And it came down to, like, his waist. Like, it was really long. Mm. And he gave it to the that princess... Thing. oh yeah yeah so he donated all his hair he was bald like i was like i'll take you to the cinema but he like it was kind of winter so he was wearing this hat really low and these right. gloves and he's really skinny and really pale 
so he looked really like he had some disease like oh, he looked shit. awful and I was in the car uh, and then I drive that shitty little Nissan Micra and I <laughs> And this car was like parked like really far into the road on this really narrow road. And I drove around it and I clipped the fucking mirror. And then I carried on driving. And then the car shot off after me. Oh, God. Two fists, one out of the passenger, one out of the driver's window, like shaking. <laughs> and like I was driving. Flintstones I was, cartoon? Yeah, <laughs> like really angry uh, Dinnington people. So I pulled up at the side of the road and I wound my window down and I was so polite. I was like, oh, hello, what's the problem? Sorry. <laughs> And they were like, you fucking hit my fucking mirror, you prick. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm dreadfully sorry. Like, is there any like, damage? <laughs> and all the time whilst this was happening, to hype myself, m- me and my brother up for Spider-Man, uh, I was playing the uh, Spider-Man soundtracks. Jesus so it was Christ. the Aerosmith cover of Spider-Man. <laughs> so, <laughs> Spider-Man! <laughs> so I'm like sat there with my brother who looks like he's got cancer, just oh. sitting like like two little boys in the car and then... I hadn't even damaged the car, and oh. she was like, "Oh, you, nothing's happened, but it could have." And I was What's like, the point? I know. I was like, "Well, I'm, I'm really sorry." Like, and she was like, "It's fine," and then just got in the car and drove off. But she like she wanted to smack me at one bit. It's yeah. horrible. I bet you would have been like, "We're in a hurry. I'm taking him to his appointment." Oh God, I would. I have bet been... it was going through your mind. I I, know it was. What it like. was going through my mind. I was looking at him, and I was like, "We could, we could get out of this." God. But uh, that's pretty dark. It's very dark. Yeah, I might have to cut that one out. <laughs> so the next part of this episode is going to be a thing called a draft. Have you, have you heard about this before? Uh, what now? No. Okay. <laughs> right. So I stole this idea. I'm, I'm just going to put my hands up and say that I listened to a podcast called the Backpage Podcast and then an IGN one as well. And they do this for like video games and stuff. I think it comes from a sports thing. Oh, you, a draft like a sports draft. It is, yeah. 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 yeah, it's a sports thing, which we don't really know anything about. I don't about. know anything about Fantasy sport. football, maybe? I don't know. So basically, I've whittled down an Adam Sandler film to like a couple of categories. Yeah. We've got main character, love interest, setting, best friend slash side character, maniac villain, poster style. Did I send you that one? Poster style. Yeah, I've got a good one for that. Sandler's song, director, joke or comedy scene, and story, cameo, and a wild card person slash moment. Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to go through these things, and it's like a contest, and we're going to see who can make the like perfect Adam Sandler film. <laughs> this is this is very stupid. I really like our different styles. You've written your notes on a on an iPhone. I've got mine in a leather bound <laughs> journal. <laughs> <laughs> what does a W stand for on that? Uh, wanker. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> See, without Wayne Industries. So, basically, the way this is going to work is that we're going to do like a coin toss to decide who goes first. Oh, God. The rules are that basically it's a thing called a, a snake draft, is where whoever goes first will say their one. Then the person who goes second gets two goes. And then on from then onwards, it's two each, basically, every time. Um, one of the rules is that once someone mentions a film, it can't be mentioned again by right. either of us. So it takes it off the table straight away. And you can choose any category that you want to say. So like, if there's one thing you think we're both going to really go for, you want to get that one off the board straight away, basically. Right. Um, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's I a sh- tactical game. Yeah, mate. I should have put more thought into this, really. Yeah. I'm thinking about it now. 
if you say like something that I've got for the last category first, then I'm fucked. Exactly, yeah. It's going to be... And you keep saying you're going to do things on the fly. I don't know if I'm going to be able to. I don't think I can. I don't remember any of these films. No, it's going to be I'll tough. i to get a list of his films up. Yeah. I don't remember any of them that we've done. I'm going to get a, a notepad as well so I can like write down whichever film has been taken off the yeah. board so we don't... Because knowing us, we'd probably be like, uh, can we have all of the things from Happy Gilmore, please? <laughs> the film we haven't watched that I haven't <laughs> spoken about at all and I think that the confines of this is just anything with Adam Sandler I think we're alright to do that yeah I mean I'm not going to do anything mental I don't think but I, th- I think if we've covered it on the podcast you can do it you know yeah like we can do anything from Zookeeper what was that TV show that we watched The Marshall Chronicles the Marshall- <laughs> <laughs> I looked like you knew it immediately <laughs> yeah Marshall Chronicles we could do anything from that Sorry if there's any audio of me rustling papers. Yeah, it's going to be very papery. Yeah. That's why I use the phone, you know? Yeah, it's a little bit more better for... A little, mo- a little, a little bit more, more better. better. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little more better, sure. <laughs> All right, I'm going to toss a coin. Okay. And I get one... I say one thing or two things. Whoever goes first gets just one, but then after that we get two each time. Fuck, I don't even know if I want to say two things. All right, well, let's just do... One each, then. Okay. So the, the only one who gets benefits, person that goes first. Okay. All right. Heads or tails? Um, I'm gonna go with tails. Oh, it's heads. Oh, mate. it's heads. Fuck, I can't Sorry. even see. Okay. You always go heads. Why would you go tails? All right. God, All right. Your main character. My first one. No, you could choose any category. Doesn't oh, any category. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. I'm gonna go with director Noah Baumbach. <laughs> <laughs> Who did the Meyerowitz stories? That's good. Because <laughs> I feel like I'm not setting the scene at all well for what the rest of this film is going to be like by choosing one of the like three serious directors that have made one of these films. But I want my film to get Oscar like bait. I want it to be an Oscar film. Yeah. And I like the direction of the Meyerowitz stories. It was like f- on shot on film. It looked really good. So I think I'm going to go with that one. That's a really. Good it's not. One. By any means, it's not one of my favourite Adam Sandler films at all. It's a good film, but like, I think I just like the prestige that it brings to it. So I think it's it's stepping it up, you know? And also, I feel like it's one of your favourites, so I was like, I'm going to fucking take that off the board early. Bastard. Well, my one for this one is uh, Paul Thomas Anderson uh, for um, from Punch Drunk Love. Nice. Uh, just thinking, I don't really want... Even though I like that film, I don't want anything from it. I don't want any supporting cast or music or anything. Uh, but I like his visual style. And again, the prestige yeah. is is really good. So, so far, we're looking at two, let's say, Beautiful, best picture noms, yeah. really. Yeah, that's, that's me. Uh, <laughs> you know you don't have to choose the same category as me. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, I didn't know that. Shit. I had a feeling that was the case, but... All right. Fine, well, let's get it out of the way. But look, this is what I mean about we could do the two the two ones. If you want to choose your a second one, it's up to you if you want to do it that style, or do you want to just keep going one by one by one? We'll go... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You, you're, you're, the, you're the visionary for this game. I would have gone with that style, the, the two by two one. I think you should go again. I should go again? Yeah, do your second one. And my second one... It could be any category. Any category, right, okay. Really opens it up. Right, I see what you mean now. I thought you meant, oh, come up with two main characters. I thought you meant come up with two main characters, come up with two love interests. No, you just get two of your answers. I I get now, I get it now. Okay, well, my main character will be Dracula from Hotel Transylvania 1. Nice. 
Um, nice. I feel like um, the reason I picked that one is because that's my least favourite of the Hotel Transylvania series. Also, Dracula is a, a really, really good main character. He's very flawed. If you've ever read the book... Um, you'll see that he's got he's, he's got, got a mean streak he's in got him. a mean streak in him and he's had a lot of progression over the films so starting him at his base point not his not his real base point in the in the novelization mm. but in the films he's kind of like a mean mean bastard who learns a lot mm-hmm. and i feel like his character can be transferred to anything and i really think he'd really suit pta's visual and character driven style <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I could see that working, to be fair. <laughs> I think it's a good choice to go with the first one. Okay. So that means my next one, I'm going to go with setting. And much like yours, it's Hotel Transylvania. But I'm going with number three, and it's set on the monster cruise. Fucking prick! <laughs> I'm fucking livid. Okay. Did you have that one as well? Yes, I had that as a different one. So far, yeah. we've got uh, basically like an art house film <laughs> set on this monster cruise. I think it just works. That setting was funny because yeah. it was mostly just a boat. But then you've also got the hotel at the start and you've got the Bermuda Triangle, I guess. So, Do I have to write down what your um, what your settings and everything are? No, no, no. Oh, I'm, I'm writing them down as I go along. Thank God, okay. But yeah, I think that's a funny setting. That cruise, it's just setting yourself up for a lot of fun, really, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So that's a strong one. All right. And my second one of this round, I'm going to go with Maniac Villain, the Angel of Death from Click. (laughs) So I've taken Click off the board. I'm sorry, because I know you wanted the best friend character to be Nick Swardson from Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. But, yeah, I think Christopher Walken, big draw. You get him in a film with Noah Baumbach directing, you know, people are going to be fucking on board with that. You stay on a monster cruise. You can't really go wrong with it, can you? <laughs> None of these are my fav- Like from any of my favourite Adam Sandler films. I just think it's such a gross combination. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like your combo so far. Alright, um, is it my go? Mm-hmm. Okay, and I get two. Yeah. Alright, I know, I, know I know you don't want to hear this, but I'm taking this off the board. Uh, we're, we're taking Zookeeper off. Oh, no. Uh, best friend, the gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but that's brilliant. <laughs> because I think, well, what what does Dracula need? He needs an assortment of monsters. <laughs> What's a bigger monster than a gorilla? <laughs> and uh, I really like that character. He's played by Hulk's dad from 2003 Hulk. I don't know his name. Is it Nick Nolte? Nick Nolte. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very famous actor. Very good. Um, he's, yeah, a prestige actor that would do really well under PTA's direction. And also, he's just a bit of a he's just a bit of a great character, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Like, I really like the relationship between him and Kevin James, and I think the relationship between him and a jaded Dracula would be kind yeah, of yeah. There's something neat. in that for sure. Yeah. So, Zookeeper's off. I mean, there's a lot of standout things in Zookeeper, and I think the and fact that he manages to rise above everything else is pretty impressive. And um, I'm I'm taking this big one off the board straight away. Maniac. I'm going with Shooter McGavin from nice. from uh, Happy Gilmore. Very good. Um, he's the best of. Well, we haven't even covered this for the podcast. We never will. <laughs> That's the big joke of this. Thing. Yeah, I haven't actually seen that one. Was We're going to watch Happy the, Gilmore. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> We're going to watch the Adventures of Pinocchio from 1996 before we watch this. Like, have, we will. The one with Paulie Shaw. The one with Rob Schneider. Oh, okay. and the one with Paulie Shaw. We're going to watch all the Pinocchios before we watch this. Um, but yeah, he's he's the best 
maniac villain in any of these films. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's just, yeah, he's he's great. And yeah. I think that him and Dracula's dynamic would be quite powerful and palpable. I think, especially mm-hmm. if there's in whatever story's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I think that's good. He was actually my first choice, but then in the spur of the moment, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going Angel of Death." <laughs> <laughs> Because he would be on the monster cruise, wouldn't he? He would, yeah. He's a monster. All right. Next one, I'm going to go with a Sandler song being put into this film. Go on, then. And we've both done the same thing of not mentioning our main character or what the story of our film is. So it's out of context. And I don't think context is going to help at all. But my Sandler song is Davy's song, which opens eight crazy nights about how he's the kind of guy who can't stand the holidays and he's an alcoholic. <laughs> I don't know why I've chosen that, apart from it's really catchy, great way to open a film. I don't know if it would open my film necessarily, but like, it's such a solid moment in such a stupid crap film that, I don't know, it just worked for me. I had to I had to bring it in. Eight Crazy Nights was going to make an appearance sooner or later, wasn't it? So far, I'm looking at this list, so we've called this the perfect Adam Sandler film. Yeah, they're pretty bad, aren't they? The films we've <laughs> taken off the board, Meyerowitz Stories, Punch Drunk Love. Hotel Transylvania 1 and 3, <laughs> Click, Zookeeper, Happy Gilmore, and 8 Crazy Nights. <laughs> Alright, so I've got, for story, Not I'm, I'm still not helping what's going on here. The story, I'm going to go with Murder Mystery. <laughs> <laughs> A film that oh, I yeah. really didn't like. It's got but a good car chase. It's because of the car chase, yeah. yeah. No, it's because, for me, I think... I love like a detective sort of thing and whatever. So I think that adding in a good director like Noah Baumbach, adding the villain being Christopher Walken playing the Angel of Death, they're investigating a murder mystery that's being committed by Satan <laughs> or whatever he is, <laughs> and it's set on the cruise. <laughs> so it's death on the Nile, There's basically. Death, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. And at some point, Adam Sandler's going to sing a song about being an alcoholic that hates Christmas, like. This film is fucked. It's, yeah. It's, I don't know if we're competing to make a perfect Adam Sandler film or the most messed up one, but yeah, that's where <laughs> we're at right now. Oh god. Well, I'm. I'm. I just don't know what to take as my story. I want to do that next. I've got two yeah. ideas. I'm just struggling to remember what the story for one of them was, <laughs> but I remember thinking it was great. <laughs> What was the story for Who Be Halloween? Was there a murder? Murder's yeah, murder. there's someone escaped from an asylum. Some spooky goings on. It's either going to be that or the do-over as my oh, story. God. Just because I think the do-over had a good story and just was executed very poorly. Yeah. And I like the idea of this gorilla going to his like going to his school reunion. <laughs> Dracula in a leather jacket. <laughs> And, then he, and like, one of them has cancer. Yeah, Dracula has cancer. <laughs> oh my god. So I think I might have to go for Story, the do-over. Um, I mean, it, it sounds like you're going to salvage what could yeah. have been a good film, so I'm I'm not against yeah, that. Yeah, because that was the only thing missing, was PTA solid directorial <laughs> style. Uh, and and uh, I'm going to go with my um, my poster style, is my favourite poster, is uh, the Spanglish poster. Uh. Uh, <laughs> Which is them all like looking <laughs> around the back of a woman's head, <laughs> and he's wearing an apron, 
and like there's like sometimes it takes a miracle to save a family or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's the <tap> <laughs> Spanglish. I, I really didn't think Spanglish was going to get mentioned in this conversation. <laughs> oh, I like that a lot. I'm going to go with best friend slash side character as my next one. And yet again, not a stellar example of an Adam Sandler film. I'm going with Bench Warmers. He's not in. And I'm going to take Howie, which is Nick Swardson, because <laughs> that character just... He's very good. He is very good. He's ridiculous, and he's scared of the sun, so where better to put him than on a monster cruise? That's Think true. about it. And he's a monster. <laughs> he's a yeah, freak. he's a monster, so he'll fit in. <laughs> You're a monster, Howie! <laughs> is that what John Lovett says <laughs> to him? You freak! <laughs> Alright, cool. So we're going with that, and I'm going to go next with my main character, and it's going to be the water boy, Bobby Boucher. He's the one investigating the murder mystery in the Noah Baumbach directed cruise set film. Okay, that's really good. Um, I think that he is probably my favourite Adam Sandler character. I know he's a bit of a controversial choice, but. No, I think that's. I think he's endearing. He is annoying. He's got that annoying voice and stuff, but. I don't know, there's something about him that does make me laugh and I've, I want him to leave this horrible, twisted yeah. film. That's yeah. good. Are those your two? Yeah, that's my two. Alright, I'm going to go setting. Um, it's a classic. To be fair, I could have picked a lot of films for this setting. It's uh, going to be Hawaii. Nice. Um, I think that the murder part... Isn't, isn't just go with it... Not just go with it. Isn't the do-over set in Hawaii? I think so, but you can't use actually. I know, but I mean, what, so I'm what pretty, film? I just want to set it in a very similar setting, a, a, a hot, hot setting. So I'm pretty much making the same film, but I'm taking that from Just Go With It. So, as well as that, if I'm going with that setting, I can also get like a, a US setting and I can get Nick Swardson's mansion. Nice. I can get all of them yeah. from, from this one. And do you remember when they cross a bridge and they actually cross over to a different Hawaiian island? Yeah. That was a bit of trivia. <laughs> So I've got several islands that I can film on and a, and a mansion belonging nice. to Nick Swardson, one of the least funny men in Hollywood who has <laughs> the, a mansion bigger than Tracy Island for Thunderbirds. <laughs> hate that prick. <laughs> so harsh. Oh God, I'm struggling now. What Wild card personal moment. Does that have to now be from a film? Yeah, it has to be from a film, I think. That we haven't used. Yeah. Give me a second. I need a moment. Or we can make that like a bonus thing. You can just add in anything. Uh, just anything? Yeah. Okay, it's, a, it. it's a musical. It nice. It's a musical. So, I mean, that could be from anything. But Do you mean it's a stage play? It's not actually a film? Yeah, <laughs> you have to go to... Um, the West End. A, not even the West End. You have to go to like a, a very niche area of, of New York. You have to go to Brooklyn to like the theatre just No, it's, it's on at the Crucible in Sheffield. Yeah, it's only playing at the Crucible in Sheffield. It's really niche. It's sold out every night because it's so powerful. Nice. The story of Dracula and the, the gorilla going on the run <laughs> in Hawaii. With the poster of Spanglish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it is a stage musical. So, yeah, it's quite nice. All right, cool. I like that. So you've gone... What was that last one, sorry? Oh, stage musical. It's a stage musical. So, <laughs> so I can't use stage musical now. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Oh, damn. Um, all right, I'm going to go with joke or comedy scene. 
and my one is the bit in Grown Ups 2 when the raft comes out and knocks someone over. That's Because they're already on a boat, so like it would make sense that an emergency raft would be there. Yeah. And I just fucking love it. It's it's a crap moment in a crap film that just makes me laugh every time I see it. It happens <laughs> in that film twice as well, and it makes me laugh both times. Oh my god, that's why I thought Meatloaf was in the film, because Kevin James dresses him. As <laughs> Meatloaf, rest in peace. <laughs> what a tribute. That's Grown Ups 2 off the board. Grown Ups which, 2, bloody that's hell. That's a big one, I'm surprised that didn't come up earlier. I oh know, it's a really good one. I haven't had to change any of my choices yet, have you? No. God, this is, this is working. Oh, actually, song, you stole some a film that my song was from, so I can't use that right. fucking bastard. I'm going to go with Love Interest, and it's going to be Drew Barrymore from Wedding Singer. Very good one. So she's going to be helping the Waterboy investigate the murder on the Monster Cruise. So yeah, that's Wedding Singer off the board as well. Bloody hell. Again, I'm surprised it didn't come up sooner. We're I, doing some rogue I, choices here. I am surprised. I think we're just trying to outgross each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so we're going with... Well, my love interest is also Drew Barrymore, but from Fifty First Dates. Nice. Um, I think that adding a little bit of suspense of what she's going to remember about Dracula in the morning is going to be... Um, just to add a little bit of drama to it. Yeah, I uh, like that. To the story. I don't know why I wrote this one, but the joke and scene, the only one I could think of was the donkey blowjob from Ridiculous Six. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be just a really funny moment. I don't think I can call this episode the perfect Adam Sandler film now. If it's <laughs> let me have a look at some films. The best think... joke in it is the donkey blowjob from Ridiculous <laughs> Six. Is that your answer? No, uh, the best joke. All right, the di- dirty work. I'm stealing that one, and it's gonna be um, the scene with the fish, where there's like a massive mafia shootout in the background, which I think is a, a standout joke in any of these films. It's really funny, Mm-mm. and I think it'll be even funnier if Dracula and Gorilla are holding uh, two fish each whilst there's a massive shootout going on in Hawaii. All right, yeah, that's, that is good. That's a good joke. I'm going to go with poster style, and I'm going to go with the poster for top five, which is where everyone in the film is just stood in a room wearing suits. <laughs> that's one of the worst posters. <laughs> Do you remember it? Barely. It's not even in anything. <laughs> Yeah, but so that 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 is um, it's not the best poster or anything. But imagine that it's gonna have Christopher Walken. It's gonna have the Waterboy. Mm. All of these characters just stood there wearing suits. Howie from Benchwarmers. Okay. It's gonna be like under a and table. They're gonna be on the deck suit. of the cruise. Yeah, they're on the cruise. Yeah, and it's gonna say a Noah Baumbach film, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a murder mystery. I don't know. It's bad, but it works. I'm also gonna go with. The wild card. I'm gonna do Norm Macdonald scenes from Grown Ups get restored. What a beautiful trip. Because I I watched it after you said about it and I I did find it very funny that he just wants to be a grown up and they all pretend they well they don't pretend they just don't remember him. Yeah. I love that as a character. I think that's that is really good. So if that happened he's on this cruise ship and no one remembers who he is. <laughs> and he just wants to be friends with the Waterboy and Howie. <laughs> I don't know, I think it's a good joke and it'd be good to see him appearing in a film like that. Yeah, that would be really nice. Editing him into a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um song, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it right now. I've been thinking about it and um I've decided my song will be Won't Back Down from um oh, yeah. from, from from Barnyard. 
the film that you love, but you just definitely struggle to remember the name of there for <laughs> 30 seconds. I couldn't remember anything. I was going to pick Father's Son from the same film by Peter Gabriel. Oh, no, not like, that one. When will my daddy play with me again? <laughs> Why? What? How did he die from wolves? <laughs> oh, God, no, not that one. Um, I also, uh, special mention on songs, uh, Dog Police. Oh, yeah, of course. Actually, I forgot about that. That would have uh, been good. It would have been good, but I've already made my choice because I need a heartfelt moment, mm. and that heartfelt moment will be Dracula's father killing, <laughs> sacrificing himself, so I won't back down to save his son. Yeah, and the dad is a good character. <laughs> I love the dad, Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks, yeah. <laughs> hey, what are you doing there, son? <laughs> <laughs> Torn apart by wolves. Oh. Uh, there's some really good songs, obviously, in most of these. I also like Real Love from... Yeah, I was thinking about that one. The <laughs> six-minute sequence of him playing the drums. My original song was the Kraken song from uh, Hotel Transylvania, <laughs> but the Party Time by Joe Jonas, which I mm. I do love. Uh, nice. And Me and the Boys from Shakes the Clown. Oh, yeah, Shakes the Clown. Me and the boys. <laughs> Me and the boys. As <laughs> Dracula and fucking Gorilla right? oh, shooting around town. So yeah, that's one thing then. I'm getting close to the end, right? Yeah. Oh god, I've got one more category. Yeah, you've got one more go as well, I think. Okay, well, let me have a quick think. Let me have a little bit of a think. So, what have I just used? I've used Barnyard. So unfortunately, I can't use a cameo from that. That's a shame. I really want to see that weasel animal turn up. (laughs) Weasel! (laughs) Um, Alright, my cameo... Oh no, I'm not going to do that. Let me have a quick think. Let me have a quick think. My cameo will be... Me and the boys. Do, 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 do. Me and the boys. <laughs> I need more, like, animals and stuff, don't I? I'm like, there's not cameo, many... the goat from the animal. <laughs> no, I think it has to be a cameo. It has to be a human. Yeah, but it has to be a cameo. Can't be like, oh, we're gonna get a cameo from Paul Crew from Longest Yard. Has to be one of the people that appears in a cameo role. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, Oh, it's really annoying, but I'm gonna have to go with. um, Hang on, I need to just double check his name. It's either Lochran or Lothran. (laughs) It's not Lothran or Lothran or Lochran or Lothran. It's this guy. Give me two minutes because. Okay. Well, my surprise cameo in this animated stage music, well, this stage musical starring Dracula and uh, is the controversial U.S. Senator uh, Rudolph, Gi- <laughs> Rudolph Giuliani <laughs> from, <laughs> from Anger Management. He shows up just in time to help the gorilla shoot that woman. <laughs> oh my god, I hate that so much. <laughs> Do it. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy is Giuliani is my. I did write Ozzy Osbourne, but. Um... Yeah, I feel like we need a bit of political representation in my film. Yeah, yeah. that's mine. That's my whole film now. That's that was, good. That was easy. We didn't cross over Yeah, this has actually been alright. And the funny thing is, you just said what my cameo is. You were going to use ah. it. So I'd have been in trouble. But mine is um, Ozzy Osbourne from Little Nicky. I just love the idea that he's on this monster cruise. Because he kind of would be, wouldn't he? Yeah, he's a monster. And yeah, he's like eating <laughs> bats. And, yeah. <laughs> and the monsters are like, that wasn't my kid. <laughs> oh, Dracula's in yours. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he could be. Um, but now Ozzy Osbourne's got to be there because the Prince of Darkness needs to meet the Angel of Death. 
it would be the most goth thing to ever happen in an Adam Sandler film. Badass. Yeah. So that's it. So shall we run through our films? Yeah. Can you explain to me what your film is then? Absolutely. So my film, um, yeah, is it's not film. First of all, it's a stage, yeah, stage play, yeah. musical that would appear only on the mean streets of Brooklyn and Crucible Sheffield, <laughs> <laughs> the snooker arena. <laughs> the, yeah. Once the snooker's cleared out, it would then play at the Crucible. So it's um, it's loosely based on the Do Over, uh, mm-hmm. the, the Netflix film. And it's going to be uh, directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, uh, straight hot off the back of um, of that film <laughs> about <pizza>. a paedophile, <laughs> yeah, licorice pizza. So obviously he's he's thinking more contemporary work now after mm. delving into the seventies and eighties, nice. thinking about his youth. He's thinking about something more contemporary. So it's going to be set in Hawaii. It's going to be about Dracula um, and gr- Gorilla, who were old school friends and. Um, and, but Gorilla's kind of lost his like, taste of life a little bit. He's been in this cage for years, <laughs> this zoo. But he's he's lost this taste for life, and his his like wife is horrible and everything. And then he he meets Dracula, who's always a freewheeling character at school. And Dracula can like then basically kills them both in a <laughs> in a crazy <laughs> boat accident, and they end up running off to Hawaii. Um, but hot on their tails is going to be um, golf superstar Shooter McGavin, <laughs> who also went to the same school and has, whilst at a golf open on Hawaii, spots them both and realises he can make some money by proving their fraud. So he follows them across the island, the different islands of Hawaii, and also to... Over the, the bridges. Yeah, to over the bridges that cross over to different parts of the country, and also to country state, I guess. How's that part of the US? Whatever. Mm. And then also to... It's going to have a shootout at the end. At, oh, yeah, of course. At What's-His-Name's <laughs> Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember his fucking name. Swardson. Swardson's Mansion, yeah. At one point, though, when they're on the run, uh, he meets a woman who's Drew Barrymore, um, from Fifty First Dates, but she's got memory loss, so it's a bit of an issue. They get basically into all this hijinks, the gorilla and this fucking Dracula, and they they're like trying to like rip off some people in Hawaii to get more money, and then they plant some fish in this this mansion, and then there's a shootout. Um, at this point, they start the- that scene actually would fit into that, that film quite well, wouldn't it? Yeah, a comedy joke. Bit. Um, then like Dracula's dad is like looking for him. And he's in immense mourning over the death of his son. And then he's torn apart by wolves on the islands of Hawaii. <laughs> These wolves get him. Those traditional Hawaiian wolves. The entire cast um, sing I Won't Back Down. That's part of the musical. Oh, that's, nice. That's Is a that song. the finishing number, would you say? No. It's like midway. It's the oh, low the... point. The, the end of Act 1. Yeah, oh, brilliant. Um, to really set you into Act 2. It's the defying gravity of... <laughs> yeah at the end there's obviously going to be a shootout between shooter mcgavin and dracula but which is interrupted and stopped by rudy giuliani who brings peace to the <laughs> film um he finally gets to complete his goal bringing <laughs> peace to the world rudy he brings giuliani. peace he, that's nothing that that <laughs> wants more than peace yet then obviously if you want to see this stage musical you can find it on uh at, at the theatre but if you want to see what it looks like there'll be a poster outside <laughs> with illuminated by lights which is the poster from Spangler but Dracula <laughs> and Gorilla are on it 
and they're both staring at Drew Barrymore, who's facing towards them, and then saying like, "It takes a miracle to save a family," <laughs> and Hawaii's in the background. So that's my that's my uh, stage musical. Pretty much the worst elements of every film. <laughs> yeah, this is this has definitely become who can make the most fucked up animals out of the film. Um, what would your one be called? Jack, Dracula and Monkey's Big Town in, time in, the, in the Islands. <laughs> Dracula and Monkey's Big Big, big, big Break Time in the Islands. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's catchy. I'll give you that. It's catchy. All right. My one is just as fucked. So in my one, the main character is a young um, sports-loving guy called Bobby Boucher mm. who wants to be... He wants to be a water boy, I guess, but he gets drafted to join the team. But this is, I guess this is between seasons. This is in his downtime. <laughs> because he's headed to a cruise. <laughs> where his sports don't really come in useful. But he's just a hapless, lovable idiot. Um, him and his love interest, Drew Barrymore from The Wedding Singer, Julia. Julia Boucher, she's going to be called in this, I guess. Lovely. They, they're on a cruise. And the angel of death is there, <laughs> killing people, I guess. Maybe his first victim is Howie from Benchwarmers. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the best friend, but he just gets killed right at the start. <laughs> the main suspect is Ozzy Osbourne, but he obviously hasn't done it. I don't know, something's going to happen where you find out he didn't do it. Um, all the meanwhile, you've got Norm Macdonald turning up and asking Bobby Boucher if he recognises him, and he doesn't. It's just a classy affair. I'm not going to give away any of the twists because it's a murder mystery. You don't really want to ruin it. I don't want to know. This is, this is my way of not having to do any improvising because you just come up with a whole film and all I wanted to really do was hear your categories but you spoke about your whole film. Um, it's not a film, it's a stage play. Sta- stage play. <laughs> my it's a stage play. The poster that's advertising this film is going to go really well with the director, Noah Baumbach, because it's going to look mm. like a really classy affair. All the characters wearing suits on the deck of the monster cruise. <laughs> With Christopher Walken with... I think that in this he's going to have black angel wings. Yeah. Because he's the angel of death, but all you really do is see him wearing like a lab coat. Yeah. In click. But I'm going to go with the the whole hog. Um, And there's going to be one part when... I think they're looking for clues, maybe. Maybe Bobby Boucher's looking for clues and he opens up... He pulls a string and it it opens up a big raft. And I'm thinking this is going (laughs) to knock him into the sea. You'd like to see that, wouldn't you? I'd love to see him being knocked into the sea. Yeah. Um, and at some point, they're going to sing Davy's song from Eight Crazy Minds. <laughs> I don't know where that fits yeah, in. Yeah, where does that even fit in? Um, there's a there's some entertainment on the cruise ship. Oh, and he's there, Davy. <laughs> yeah, a cartoon man walks on stage <laughs> in this live-action film and sings about being an alcoholic. And was it he blows a beef her way to an yeah. old lady? And then does he get killed by the angel of death? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, or maybe he's the first murder. Yeah. The cartoon man gets killed on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all of my categories. But yeah, deeply, deeply, I don't know, worrying film, I guess. I think that's pretty good. I mean, who's who's his best? I don't know. I yeah. don't think we decide. I think, I think you've got it right in. All the listeners have to decide. <laughs> Right, you heard it. If you're in Trinidad or Tobago, what, <laughs> it's what the same country. Oh, is it Trinidad and Tobago? Yeah. Let me Google. I think country. so. Because apparently, to add context, that we're getting a lot of listeners from Trinidad and Tobago. We're climbing up the charts there. You said it was in Africa. It's in the fucking Caribbean. 
Oh my god, was it? Is it really? Yeah. Let's cut that. So, is it fucking... Jesus. Trinidad language. Okay, well, there's a lot to. It's English. They speak English. Yeah, their official language is English. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, what language do they speak? Trinidad English. I mean, a where did you language. say it is? In Spain. It's in the Caribbean. The Caribbean is in Amer- Central oh, yeah, America, shit. where I've just been. Oh my god, I really did not know that. Me neither. Amazing. But I didn't call you out on it either. This is why I'm so bad at Weldor, which I do every day, the Weldor. You do what? what? Oh yeah, you missed all this stuff. Do you know the Wordle? Wordle? No. Oh man, you are so out of the loop. This is like fucking Austin Powers when he comes to modern day and doesn't understand (laughs) anything. (laughs) Uh, what's, what's word or? It's the thing they show you the outline of a country and you have to try and say which country it is. Oh. I'm terrible at it. I guess probably because I thought Trinidad and Tobago was in Africa. Well, I mean... You well, hadn't heard of it. I'd never... <laughs> you were quite near there. Trinidad or Tobago. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Um, we're from the UK. We're not really... I, I'm I, terrible at geography. I'd say I, our geography is, is centred all around the US, parts of Asia and Europe. Like, we... I know our, Europe well, but not much else. Genuinely, like Central America is really missed out on, a, and the Caribbean is missed out on our geography. I never yeah. knew where the Caribbean was, except that I knew Johnny Depp was was there being mm. a pirate in that film. Yeah, but anyway, to all that Sleepy Hollow, <laughs> Sleepy Hollow, <laughs> famous for the headless horseman in the Caribbean. <laughs> but yeah, to all our listeners in the Trinidad and Tobago, um, where apparently we're the third highest listened to film and TV podcast. Write into us, thesoundlepit.gmail.com, because we want to know your opinion of which film was better. Was it my, well, my stage play, musical, about a gorilla and Dracula in Hawaii, or was it his shit film about a, a, a football player on a I cruise? I forgot to mention, mine ends with a car chase, but it's all on boats. Oh my god, actually, <laughs> it's really, really good film. <laughs> That's but amazing. Yeah. Write in and let us know. Maybe we should do like a poll on Instagram, write all of our shitty yeah. categories down or something I don't know I think that'd be quite good we both do a little Sandler pitch it's been a while yeah it's been a while hasn't it it's been about a, a year god no, I don't know if it has I can't remember when we since Grandpa's Balls and uh, <laughs> Back in Tim <laughs> which I, I won that one yeah. yeah yeah you do well in these things it's because I'm you populist doubt yourself. yeah I'm populist I, you, you put more effort in and time and thought whilst I just go what you remake we, click I remake <laughs> click as quick as I can <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, lovely. Mm. I think that's the end of this episode. Since yeah. it's nearly two hours in the raw edit, so yeah, it's a bit too long for what was meant to be. You said it would be about a half quick an hour. catch up. Yeah, <laughs> we had a lot to talk about Doc Cotton. We had a lot to talk about about Marlon and, mm, and come outside and come outside. What's Marlon and and what's his face? Paddy, Paddy, Marlon and Paddy. We watched their fights from twenty twelve. Oh, yeah, it was Ripping good. stuff. Batman vs. Superman, basically. Yeah. So what are we going to be doing in the next episode? So in the next episode, we're going to be watching and talking about, at last, the highly anticipated 2022 film, Home Team. The newest Happy Madison film. Yeah. And, oh, God, I'd love to say we're excited, but it's another bloody sports film. <laughs> I love sports films, though. Like, Yeah, me too. But I don't know. I, I, I just don't know American football that well. No. I think as as far as sports films go, American football might be one of my least favourite. Well, I don't know. The Waterboy's great. Yeah. And mm. so was The uh, Longest Yard. Yeah, that was pretty good. They're two of the best films we've watched, and they're both about American football. 
Yeah, okay, maybe. Maybe the worst one would be a film about rounders. (laughs) 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 If that would even exist. But yeah, um, Kevin James led, Canane Brothers directed. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, we love the Canaanes, their visual style is really great like their youtube channel is phenomenal so yeah excited to watch hopefully well, more of that i've already watched why are we lying yeah, we've both watched it. <laughs> we've both watched it already <laughs> like that's what we're about to review right now but yeah but yeah. we're not giving anything away here no. come back in two weeks time to listen to us reviewing home team the netflix yeah. original yeah if you want to get in touch with us you can email us the soundlifter at gmail.com you can also visit our uh, social media on Instagram and the Elon Musk owned social media <laughs> Twitter is you said that's not gone through it's, now. It's yeah. been paused apparently. Paused. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I don't use Twitter anyway. The only thing I use it for is this. And mm-hmm. I don't even know if we tweet on there. Not I often. Do. No. Let's go visit our Instagram. It's a bit better. It's a, it's cleaner. Yep. At the Sandler Pit. Or you can find us on Facebook where we haven't posted in, I think, maybe 21 months. <laughs> We've only been a podcast for 17 months. So. We never post. We just post hot, hot uh, memes. From, <laughs> Lovely um, mummy memes. From mummy memes. We should make some Spanglish memes, I think. That'd be cool. Yeah, with that poster. Yeah. Did you mention our email address? Uh, yes, I already did, yes. Okay, good. Anything else? Um, thank you very much to Joe Tyrone. Um for doing all the music for this podcast and also for filling in mm-hmm. maybe three episodes ago. Yeah, back in April. Back in April, yeah, when he stood in for our Grown Ups 2 commentary because I was too too drunk. Yeah, that was a fucking was disgusting episode. Unreleasable. <laughs> I hate that because he kept sending me clips of it and it was like, oh my God, she's kissing Greg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that your side character in your draft wasn't greg <laughs> i love greg like greg feather greg feather is a great character um but yeah and also has he got any music things coming up he's working on new music i think yeah i see him post on instagram about something but i don't really pay much attention do you know strong was on my uh top songs of 2021 on Spotify? yeah and, he, and our podcast was on his yeah, see, we're, it's just a bat. It's just a two-way street. Um, we'll get him back for something. I Did think... I tell you he's moved to Trinidad and Tobago? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll get him back probably to talk about Pinocchio or something, right? Yeah, maybe he loves Pinocchio. Yeah, so we could get him on to talk about uh, the 1996 film Pinocchio. I really, I really want him to. That'd be funny. He'll do it, I reckon. He'll do anything. Um, it's a big thank you to Luke Thomas for travelling all the way here from Costa Rica. It's yeah. going to be sad to see you go back, but I guess it was worth it. You visit him from, from there. Yeah, I just flew over for the day. He was deported for one day to go and talk about this <laughs> and home team. <laughs> yeah, and um, thank you to Luke Terry for uh, editing all these for the last few months and dealing with uh, lots of raw recordings of me sneezing and coughing and, and stuttering <laughs> and the muttering stress. and the stress whilst working, whilst I've done nothing. It's been it's been phenomenal. Yeah, you've been having your holly bobs. I've been on my little holiday getting robbed and getting, <laughs> getting, <laughs> getting shit and getting awful allergies and stuff. But yeah, thank you and uh, can't wait to, to keep it fresh as we lean harder and harder into Emmerdale and Pinocchio. <laughs> 
podcast. <laughs> you fucked this podcast. I have. Remember when it used to be good? I'm going to have to bring Joe Tyrone in as the full-time member of the sound. He would never mention Charles Manson once. You get excommunicated. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, come back in two weeks' time for home team. And until then, it's been a very happy summer bye from me and a very happy summer bye from him. God, what quote can I say? You just say something. That's the Emmerdale music. Rest in peace, Dot. Is that why you're bleeding, Paddy? Come on, let's go inside. Put the kettle on, Paddy. There's a good loser.